0: The Newcastle Natter is back for the season by Labrooks. Hello and welcome to the Newcastle Natter. I am not Fergus Craig. Fergus Craig is on baby duty this week, so I'm Paul Doolan and joined on the phone by Dave Watson. Hello, Dave.
1: Hello, mate. I am also not Fergus Craig.
0: It's good to establish neither of us are him.
1: Let's just distance ourselves from him.
0: Yeah, and his comments, which if you've not seen them in the press yet, we cannot distance ourselves further enough from. Let's <laughs> just make a quick announcement before we get into everything. The Newcastle Natter is backed for the season by Ladbrokes. Bet £5, get £20. If you deposit £5, Ladbrokes will add another £20 to your account. You can get this offer by following the link at bet.newcastlepodcast.com. Well... I'm no Fergus Craig when it comes to voiceover. I think we can all agree there. But then I mean, he was you, the voice of handle, Music Magpie, so.
1: Yeah, and um isn't he isn't he like Findus or something, or Bird's eye or he's something? He's currently like
0: on T V at the moment over here in the Bird's Eye Adverts doing he's like playing a news anchor in them.
1: Yeah. Which is very strange.
0: Yeah. Right. Let's move on to the inevitable. The defeat at the weekend against Huddersfield. Did you see the game?
1: Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I don't think any of us saw it coming. Although, it's one of those, in hindsight, I don't know where our optimism came from at all. (laughs) There's no basis for it. I think
0: from the Spurs game before it, there were reasons to be optimistic. We looked pretty much comfortable against Spurs until the sending off. So you sort of thought, and Mourinho's looked good in pre-season mm. and his cameo against Spurs. So we kind of thought we might not miss Shelby. I think, in retrospect, that was probably a bit naive.
1: Yeah. And I think it was also... Um, for all, Gale had an opportunity in the Spurs game or, like, a couple of opportunities. I think we were... I certainly was expecting him to improve on that. And I don't I yeah. think he... Don't think he did. Atu had a poor game. Yeah, um, didn't play well at all. Despite you know, even though he was like arguably man of the match against Spurs, um, he had a, you know a poor game on his part. What I was surprised at is, uh, like, like again, Mitrovic was like he wasn't. In, like I, I was expecting him to feature more. Um, I was expecting him to. Uh, to be honest, I wouldn't have. I don't know, maybe maybe giving him like uh maybe giving him a start given uh, I like um Gail still coming back from yeah from injury.
0: I think and Gail coming off is... after fifty two minutes suggests he's definitely not fit. So I'm surprised we've not seen more of Mitrovic. And to put mm. Hoselu in instead, who's been training with the team for half a week, I don't know if that yeah. shows a lot of faith in Hoselu or a complete lack of faith in Mitrovic. I've kind of been against Mitrovic a bit more than you but I do think at the moment the way we're playing is a lot of long balls. It seems mad Uh, not to have him. We seem more dangerous down the wings. With Gale, we're having... The only way to get goals with Gale in the Premier League is sort of perfect through balls. We've not got a number 10 that can really do anything creative or we're not playing one that can. So I'm not sure what we're expecting or how we're expecting to score.
1: And we haven't got well currently we don't have shelby to throw yeah. the, the you know the the ball like drop the ball in between the the centre halves and like frankly i don't think i don't think huddersfield were, were very good it was a poor game
0: it, was, it felt like know, a championship game
1: yeah well yeah i, I don't think um, anybody would be anybody would be surprised to hear that i just i just didn't I don't know. Like, it's not it's not a game that's going to live long in the memory, and I also think that it's not a game that's going to have a massive impact on our season. Um, I think we've got we've got so long left uh, in the season that um, these first two fixtures, one was disappointing for um, because of Shelby's idiocy and the two injuries, and this one was disappointing on a performance level. Like this was a yeah. this was a bad performance rather
0: than a bad you know like uh, i don't know uh, we I, do uh, seem I, unable to pass and i don't know quite flaky yeah. when it comes to confidence if we can suddenly yeah, we do, become yeah. that poor the shades of how we were under steve mclaren after the first few unlucky games suddenly mm. just looked bereft but i don't know i, I mean i had I, a hunch you'd be quite positive about this so i'm not that surprised i think there's a lot of needless doom mongering at the moment but clearly everything's not right and we it's hard to see where goals are going to come from but for me that's not so much about Gale it's more that Perez is our first choice number 10 against Huddersfield Mm -hmm. he had a 63% pass percentage and that's he's just not a creative outlet I think the only one we have it will surprise you to hear is CM De Jong but I can't see him getting a game
1: (laughs) No, 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 neither, no, they're I don't think. I don't think that the players that we've got are like available to us at the minute. I don't think they're fit for purpose for the style of football Benitez wants to play. Do you think they're so fit to... for the
0: formation that he's trying to play?
1: Um, not really. I think because because we don't have uh like because Perez isn't a number ten yet is being picked in the number ten position. And because Shelby's not available, then that makes our wing play and forward play. I don't know. Like, it's a moot point. Yeah. It doesn't matter. Like how hard Dwight Gale runs the channels. It doesn't matter how how much space um, Atu and Murphy or Atu and Ritchie or whoever how much like how often they beat their man or whatever because they're not being found by um, Shelby or Perez because. Shelby's not available. Mm. So the balls aren't going into dangerous areas behind the, like, you know, that pass where it's, it's a diagonal pass between the fullback and the centre half into the space for the winger to run into. We don't have the, the player who can find that gap. Now, sometimes it's Shelby with a long, you know, 40, 50-yard ball yeah. into that space because he's got the ability to do that. And sometimes it's a quick round-the-corner pass from the number 10 well Perez doesn't do it I'm surprised we haven't seen De Jong
0: well yeah because he I mean only briefly but was it Hearts we played against in pre-season where him and Gale were actually linking up I fancy him to create more than Modi Arme or Perez but I wonder if we're not just playing him because of the likelihood he'll get injured I think if he's not sold then we'll see him play but I think they they could just be waiting to see what sort of offers come in for him
1: hmm I'd, I can't imagine that they're going to be. That, uh, it's so the, one of the big uh, news reports, just to briefly move away from the, the match itself. Because t- to be honest, there was that chance that Perez missed, and um, a good Ritchie shot
0: that they saved. Yeah,
1: there was a couple of good saves, but there's not a lot of detail in the game because it was disputed by both teams, in my opinion. Yeah, um, like you said, it looked like a championship game. The officiating the wasn't great. Uh, there were a couple of um like the um, the challenge on him I saw he got
0: the kicks in the head
1: yeah um that that was a bit
0: this is an interesting one i read in the premier league i saw somebody tweeting about this earlier we've not had an opposition player sent off i think it was in the last 93 games
1: yeah which yeah, yeah. Seems I, I think i retweeted mad. i think i retweeted that um there was also the same guy did a um did a, uh, like a table of the 15-16 season where we would have been had we not had the incorrect sendings off and had we the correct um, like goals that should have
0: stood. Mm, I remember that doing, doing the rounds at that. the time. I and mean, they're always tricky, yeah. those things. You can, never, you can never really say what would have happened without a sending off, necessarily
1: no and and also who's to say that, so one of the one of the examples was check Teoté's goal against man city mm. i mean, who's to say that um like if if that had gone in man city did don't go on to you know batter us even more you know like yeah. we, we don't know, we don't know, so it's a silly thing, but it it does show that we have been unfortunate with with decisions in the past, and yesterday well on on the game against Spurs, I don't think the officials got much wrong, but yeah. um, I think I think it's one of those where sometimes, like some referees, might have just given Shelby a Shelvy a um, a yellow card and a warning and a "Don't do that, you stupid boy," and other other refs would have said,
0: "No, you're off." It feels no. a bit ridiculous to complain about refs this season after how dog shit they were last season in the championship. <laughs> like, we've not come up. Against anything nearly as bad as that, so we can't really berate the refereeing that much.
1: No, 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 I agree. Um, so, uh, so moving away from uh, the the challenge on Bemba and before we
0: move um, away to that, Dave, we oh, have yeah? to move away quickly first to an ad break. So it's kind of oh. pretty much a cliffhanger. So uh, <laughs> okay. come back, find out exactly where Dave is moving away to after these messages. The Newcastle Natter is back for the season by Labrooks. Hello, and welcome back to the Newcastle Natter, Dave. After that cliffhanger, where are we going?
1: Um, so I was moving away from the the, the actual the, the negatives that I was taken out of taken away from the game. The the performance of key players like Atsu Richie didn't have a great game. He was okay, but he he wasn't great. Marino looked like. Absolutely, like a guy who didn't expect to start any games at the beginning of the season as a late addition to the uh, a late addition to the squad and um, not a like a you know he he's he not, looked like someone ready. who
0: hadn't played with those players a lot. I think yeah yeah that's it, what I was trying from to get all at. accounts he seemed to grow into the game. I think it's obviously it's too soon to write him off. It's a shame Shelby's stamp has sort of put him in that position and yeah. Thrown in the defense. the team in the more, in the easier games.
1: Yeah. I, I mean, he, he's going to, because again, after this first loss, I said, um, these, this team are going to come up against easier, um, like easier opposition. They're not going to have to face Harry Kane and Dele Alley all the time. There's an argument to be made that coming up against, um, Huddersfield, like now, not a great time to play Huddersfield yeah. because because of their um, the the way that they played, like the high intensity, the the so called gegenpressing, you know, the, that that style of football that's very much clock, very much.
0: Well, it's uh, oddly back there. exactly the same as last season in the Championship. Our second game after a disappointing first game loss, Huddersfield away, yeah. and we lose that as well. But they so will. The way they play, the they will fall away at the end of the season or the yeah. middle of the season. I right? mean,
1: so that's that's one thing. I mean, you've seen on Twitter and um, and in the press and stuff like that that there's a there's a crisis at Newcastle and um, where you know we're in real danger because we're in the you know we're we're at the bottom of the table. Well, couple of things. Two games played, so chili beans. <laughs>
0: <laughs> was, yeah, if the season ends okay. now, we're not relegated. So uh, I take that. <laughs>
1: We we haven't scored a goal and we're not in the bottom four, uh, bottom three. Yeah. So let's let's just take stock. Yes, it's been disappointing, frustrating. The transfers have been underwhelming at best. Um,
0: I think- yeah. I think Lejeune, The other thing to remember is, I don't think Rob Elliot will be our first choice keeper. No. Our, well, I think we will sign a keeper or Benitez wants to anyway. The other uh, Lejeune, our first choice centre-back. Shelby, our first yeah. choice midfielder. Kind of missing a spine of the team. And a striker who's not and, fully... And
1: Gale's fit.
0: not 100% fit. No. Yeah. So there uh, are, there are extenuating think... circumstances. We don't have the quality of depth to have that many problems and dominate teams. And it was an even game. It could have gone either way. I think a draw probably would have been a fair result, but... It was just one mm. moment from Moy. Yeah. I, I don't think I'm Elliot was talking. overwhelmed at all.
1: No, 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 no. I, I, I don't think that we've got... I don't think that we've got issues as big... Like, on the pitch. I don't think our issues on the pitch are as big as people are making out. No. I think we will improve as the, the season goes on. I mean, we saw it... Uh, we saw it even even in the... Um, even in the championship after the first couple of games, it was... Um, it was really disappointing, and people like people were overreacting and saying like, "I oh, will never go up." <laughs> this team we'll is never going to go up and,
0: and go down again.
1: Yeah, it, it, it was. It's just too much. Like, could everybody just calm down? The frustrating
0: um, thing is, we clearly need a Premier League quality striker, and I don't know why that's <laughs> not obvious at boardroom well, level.
1: I think the the bigger problem isn't the isn't the finisher. Of like the person tasked with finishing the move, it's the person tasked with starting the move. That's what we're like. Because although Shelby looks amazing, like it's too good for the championship, I, there's huge question marks over his um, over his uh, temperament. There's huge questions over his actual ability to to make the step up, which is why we've been linked with a guy called Dennis Prate.
0: Is um, he more of a number ten though? He's the one from. He's at Italy, isn't he? Used to be at uh, where did we get Mitrovic from? Anderlecht. Anderlecht.
1: Yeah. So yes, he is more of a number ten. But then, if you've got, um, if you've got a number ten who's creative, which is, you know, we were talking about De Jong before. If you've got a number ten that's creative, like Praet is supposed to be, or I don't know how you pronounce his name, but P R A E T. If if we've got that guy, then it's then it's the guy that... Like, we can have Shelby in the team. Or if his... If if Marino proves to be um, a better, you know, a better central midfielder, so he's adding more to the game than Shelby does. Because, basically, Shelby's there for the Hollywood passes and the vision and the set pieces and stuff. He, but I would he, say Shelby's
0: shown he can do it in the Premier League. He's not shown he can do it consistently. But if you look at when we first signed him, that first game against West Ham, he was just pinging sort of 30-yard diagonals all over the park straight to like runner's feet he can do it but yeah I do agree we don't have many of those
1: I think that's that's what we're it's the it's the starter it's not the finisher because I, th- I honestly think that in in Gale you've got somebody who if you make two or three chances he'll put away one um, if you make well probably if you make six or seven chances he's going to put away one in the Premier League because mm. there'll be they're, they're not going to be he's not going to get as many clear-cut chances as he did in the, the championship I mean I don't know if you saw the video of him like all kale's goals from the championship it was just tap in after tap in yeah. after tap in I mean don't get me wrong you've got to be in the right position to, to get that opportunity
0: and but we're never that base. dominant at this level to get those sort of tap ins you look at our Premier League goals for the last However, many seasons, it's all sort of counter attack. So four yeah. players running against two.
1: And I think if you if you've got like um, if you if you look at the teams that we're going to come up against, um, so the weaker teams in the Premier League, like like Huddersfield,
0: yeah. Huddersfield
1: are a hard pressing team, and they're more akin to I'm trying to think of a team that, that, that has been up there like that. There's not really one that there's not one that's been promoted that plays. Like Huddersfield because Huddersfield play like I don't know they're they're closer to like Spurs and and Liverpool except with like much much worse players
0: yeah um, but the same but work if you rate. Look
1: at, yeah if you look at Brighton Brighton play like we do pragmatic direct um, they they're relying on being hard to beat and taking like being efficient up front which is how Burnley play. Bournemouth play some decent football, but it's predicated on a solid defence and a hard-working midfield. That's the thing, the I sort of
0: think, we're, we're basically playing a bit like a Tony Poulis side, and I kind of wish we'd just go the whole hog and at least stick someone big up front and admit that's what we're doing.
1: See, I I think that when we're not winning, that's how it looks. But to be honest once we've got the the first choice defense and the first choice midfield and a fully fit attack you'll see that we we play we play like possession football in our own uh, in our own half as soon as we cross that halfway line though the 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 the, the responsibility falls on the strikers to move into the channels mm. and to stretch the, the pull the defenders out of position um, and it, and the, the like the the two winners, they're very much um, to get to the byline and put in a cross, but from not like a, a high cross for a headed finish, but get to the byline, ninety degree turn and like fire it across low and hard to to find the runners from midfield, like the number like the deep line number ten, the the, the runners from like um, it should be like Hayden should be on the edge of the box. Colback was often on the end of the bo- on the edge of the box, running in after. And Gale should be somewhere in the centre, trying to find space. So that's that's how we'll set up. Solid at the back, and then a lot of pace on the flank So we're we're, we're more we're more counter attack side.
0: Whereas yeah. Pulis
1: and um, like Mark Hughes's team at the minute, even though they're trying to get a, they were trying to get away from that, it looks like they've gone back to it. Um, you look you look around the, the, the like Burnley. Only play very direct and solid at the back.
0: So, My worry, though, if you are that kind of counter-attacking team, you sort of need a more complete striker than Dwight Gale. Yes, you need to be a I bit more physical. In, I think that's why we
1: That's why Yeah. So, yeah. How do you he think spoke. he was
0: on his debut? Because I only saw sort of the last twenty-five minutes of this game. Annoyingly, mm, it's,
1: it's difficult to really judge him on one game
0: he looked busy Could be, the, I would say he, yeah he looked,
1: he looked busy he looked quite easy to push off the ball for me I think I don't think he looked very physical and like you were saying I think we needed a more complete striker um, I think um, with a better a more a more clever a sharper number 10 and with more control of the football I think he he could be better but I I don't remember having him having a ch- a chance.
0: Okay, so bearing in mind the problem that seems to keep coming up is we don't really have that number ten. Why do yeah. we keep playing a formation where almost the most important position for getting anything is that number ten role?
1: Well, the the formation that we tend to play, the four two three one, it gives you a very very solid. Um, organised structured back line. so you're effectively playing with um especially the way it seems that um uh, Benitez wants to play is the right-sided def- uh, the right-sided full back is almost like a wing back and is expected to contribute a lot to the attack and I think he'd like to do that on both flanks yeah so you'd effectively be playing with two centre halves two wing backs two Deep lying midfielders, one of which is, you know, set out to to be that, um, that destructive force that Hayden is. And then you've got two forwards ahead of them, like two wide forwards and one central striker and the number 10 is, is there to be that link. Um, I don't think you can play that formation with two up front because the gap between the strike force and the, the midfield is too great with them being like deep lying. And also the, the when the f- one part of like one of the better things is if you've got one striker who's occupying both centre halves, then
0: yeah, but Dave, free- England England didn't win the World Cup with one up front. <laughs> That's <all> I'm, <laughs> I'm I'm going full I'm, talk I'm, sport I'm, caller now.
1: <laughs> I mean, I'm seeing people talk about a four four two, and I think if if we had. Um, a central defensive midfielder who was better than Hayden, and don't get me wrong, I think Hayden's a cracking young player, and I think he's got a decent career ahead of him. I just don't think it's... He's not there yet, but he's only 21, 22, so I'm not going to have a go at him. If he had somebody who could... Remember when Cech would could receive the ball under pressure, yeah, or rather, he could take the ball off somebody, have them be pressuring him, and still find another man um he had the strength and the
0: the, the wherewithal to do that. Yeah, I Hayden does Hayden lose the ball that... a lot. We need to rattle he... on quickly through a few. Okay, sorry. Other yeah. points before we finish up. Forrest in yeah. the cup on Wednesday. Do you? It seems a convenient time again for us to have an excuse not to go for it in the cups. Lineups wise, would you do a sort of weaker eleven? I think there's a few who need to start, sort of Murphy and Mitrovic, just to see yeah, what other options say, we've got. I,
1: I wouldn't necessarily call it a weaker eleven because I think the the players that I bring in to replace less strong, them, just a different flavour. Yeah, like I'd have Murphy instead of Atsu just to say, "Oh, Atsu, your position's not safe by any stretch of the imagination." Yeah. If Aaron's is fit, maybe bring him on for Richie. Um, I'd start Hosolu or Mitrovic because I think Gale's not fit. Yeah, um, I'd maybe I know I've just said why we're not doing it. But I'd maybe play a four-four-two because I think Nottingham Forest are a, a weaker side, despite the fact they're doing quite well in their league. Um, and I'd, I'd give maybe Gane a go, um, so that Manuel. Yeah, I think we need to
0: rest some defenders as well because we're already down. We're two down but already. We we're three down.
1: I, at centre half position.
0: Well, we we've got Grant really. Hanley.
1: Yeah, but if we if we play Grand Hanley in the cup, like he's and I know he's not likely to go, to go to a side that's going to progress very far in the cup competitions, but you never know. Like, I don't you know if that would put them the off cup. him
0: being cup-tied, but maybe. Yeah. Yeah. Moving I mean, on it, from it Grant Hanley be, quickly, because yeah. he seems to be one of a number of players we just can't shift. Is it just wages the reason we can't sell players, do you think? Or do you think it's more about the ability of the people we have in, oh, boor- in the boardroom? Well,
1: Oh, uh, sorry, I thought you meant the ability of the players. No. The boardroom? Yeah. But then the deals that they want to strike are the deals that they're moaning that they have to strike. Yeah. So they're complaining that the players are, all, uh, are are costing an arm and a leg, but at the same time, they're going to be demanding five, six million for grand handling. Well, I have according the to the
0: Chronicle, Colbach is on 70 grand a week. That's 20 grand a week more than Delhi Alley at Spurs. And no one's going to right. match his wages.
1: I would be staggered if that was an accurate reflection of how much he's actually on salary-wise. He might he well, that might, might be, be really including on,
0: bonuses and everything because he was a free, wasn't he? So it could be a sort of signing-on bonus.
1: Yeah, and so if it, if it were if I were Charlie or Barnes, I would be saying to a, a Premier League club or a Championship club. um... This is the guy that uh, you know. His contract, his current contract, runs for a couple more years. We will cover like twenty percent of his wage now, and then next year we'll cover like if like we'll cover blah blah blah. Yeah, uh, maybe fifteen percent of his wage the year after until that you know till his contract with us runs. It's down. the
0: Adibaior clause that every team has yeah, basically I, pay, paid for Adibaior after he's gone. The other reason I think we can't get rid of a lot of players compared to other clubs is it's a world yeah. cup year coming up but a lot of the players we're trying to get rid of aren't anywhere near their nationals like jack Colback's not desperate for playing time to try and force his way into the england team
1: true but don't you think that um i mean grant hanley's definitely going to be in the scotland team
0: are they in the world cup
1: no they're not in the world sorry i'm i'm conflating two issues there um
0: but yeah, he doesn't want he to lose his like place in the next team. Mo Arme
1: is in or around the Senegalese squad.
0: Yeah.
1: CM um, uh, De Jong is...
0: He's played for know. Holland before, but it's, it's yeah, doubtful he'd get back he... in. But anyway, we should probably wrap that. Up. We were going to do Twitter questions. We might do that in the preview to next week's game. We'll so just do quickly, what's
1: your prediction for the Forest?
0: Oh, of course, yeah. Forest, see, I sort of prefer the look of our second 11 to our first at the minute, just with Gale injured. I think we're building a team around Gale and it's not working. We're not doing the right sort of number 10. I think Mitrovic against Forest would probably score. I think they might rest players as well. 2-1 to us. Same question to you. Yeah,
1: I'll say um, yeah, uh, we'll win... 1-0.
0: 1-0. I think an accurate prediction might be an, a Rolando Aaron's wonder goal. Everybody thinking we're <laughs> fine for a winger now and then injured for the rest of the season.
1: Yeah, in his celebration. Yeah, shot. to the tendon. Yeah.
0: Jumps onto on something like that, but in, Yeah. on. Oh, you have to, when it happens all the time. Fool yeah. me nine times, shame on me. I think with that one. Right, I think that's everything. So thanks very much for listening. And we'll be back on Friday, I believe, with a preview for the West Ham game at the weekend. So download that as well. Don't forget to rate us on iTunes as well if you liked it. If you didn't, you can't rate on iTunes if you don't like it. It's not possible. Anyway, thank you very much, Dave Watson. Cheers, Paul. And thank you. I've had a Fergus-style breakdown at the end. It's a very hot (laughs) room. And, yeah, thank you for listening. Goodbye. <laughs> oh, God, please, <he's> <laughs> it. This is a Playback Media production. Get all the associated links
1: for this podcast at thewhistleblowers.net. Give software vendor audits the red card by signing up the Livingstone Managed Service Team right away. Call 0203 or visit livingstone-tech.com to find out how.
0: The Newcastle Nutter is back for the season by Labrooks. Sports Social Podcast Network.